previously on HP Oddcast. You had piercings and you weren't that chubby, but you were a little bit on the on, on what the, kind of questions on, were the, you on the chubby side, right? How chubby was he? Yeah, ask me. Um, or answer me. How chubby was I? Yeah. You tell me. You see the number. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was a little chubbier. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think that we were going to bring that up today. Right. But you know, working on it. Well, there's nothing to work on. There's. Well, thank you. You, I'm I mean, there. you're you, saying I'm there. I've yeah, you're to, there. But you think most of this this rebellion in you is because you want to break out of something or or No, I fight against injustice at all costs. <laughs> right, and that's true. This guy I heard he asks everything. He asks questions to everything. You're not gonna sit there and let anybody throw you under the bus or say, Hey Moo, guess what? The planet is flat. You're going to be, no, nah, motherfucker, this is round. I want to go over. And, and, and you question a lot because that's, that's as, as, as I'm told, that's how they described you. That you're very cynical and your sense of humor is very serious. That a lot of people take your sense of humor as arrogance. Oh, yeah. And that's why they kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, I haven't gotten my ass kicked in a long time. That was, and the facts are still out. I might have, I might have won that fight. Has, has your humor my ever humor. gotten you in trouble? My humor? Oh, constantly. Oh. I'm sure that I said something that I thought was funny to this guy yesterday that he didn't think was funny. Oh, yesterday. But you don't remember. I don't remember. So tell well, me when I lost in translation with vodka, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. vodka, man. That's that's a, little, a heavy that's a duty experience. That's like wine. It'll sneak up on you and just knock you out. The vodka. Well, anything, basically, right? That's it was I, no surprise. I knew exactly what I was doing myself. Yeah? <laughs> why, 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 why were you going there? No, I just I, I drink vodka all the time. All the time. Oh, a lot. oh that's so that's your drink. Yeah, I'm so, actually I'm trying to switch to whiskey. I should have. I had no. I was at a party that had vodka, but I'm on whiskey nowadays. Okay. Yeah, moving up in the world. Yeah. Why is why whiskey switch for too much violence with vodka? Yeah, vodka yeah. is, is a sloppy, drink, yeah. scary, weird. It's a drink for teenage girls mostly. So you, you want to go out and have a good time like a gentleman? Gotta have J-Mo on the rocks. That's a good place. And now, part two of my interview with Mookie Thompson. The wild man here got kicked out, and this is this is this is insane. He got kicked out of a Bud Light cruise ship for heckling Nelly. The Playboy Super Bowl party. <laughs> How did that go down? Uh, me and Kevin Barnett were there with the workaholics. Kevin was performing with the workaholics on the ship, and he got me in like on his list and everything. And then the workaholics brought us over to the Playboy Super Bowl party. Where we were hanging out with like playmates, like all types of like model types. Oh, that must totally, have been great. Clearly, did not belong there. Again, vodka comes back. Oh, <laughs> Open vodka bar. The bar is made out of solid ice. <laughs> and they're serving us double vodka sodas. Like they're like humongous, and they're just endless. They and they're just like coming out. You know? Wow. Like, like a, so we're talking line. Nirvana so vodka. Yeah, it's unbelievably drunk. And Nelly was performing. <laughs> I started kind of heckling Nelly a little bit. Kinda. He's easy he, to heckle though, know, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's like. Yeah. Come on, take your shirt off. I was like, I'm not taking shit off, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> just going just, to me, that's funny, and I actually like Nelly. I he, was Nelly was born with premises for your punch. Yeah, right. You knew. What, what were you saying about Nelly? Well, stuff like that. I don't even remember really. Just yelling. It's getting hot. Yeah. 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 And then you're like, <laughs> your career's not hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like stuff like that that I find very funny. Oh, and I you love guys, it. I'm sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My These uh, model-esque women and whatnot, they yeah, yeah. did not appreciate it, apparently. Oh, man. So, but... I was ejected. No, you were. You were <laughs> carried out. <laughs> you were carried out. I was carried out. <laughs> ejected. Ship. Three guys. It was on a ship? Uh, this it was actually a club next to the ship. The okay. Show was on the on like a cruise ship. All right. And then there's like a little club like on the on like the docks. All right. So you weren't out at the you know. No, no. It's uh the waterfront. Uh, middle of New York Harbor. It's, in, it's called like the waterfront in Manhattan. Which side? The uh, west side, east side. The west side. The west oh, side. The pier? Yeah. The okay. Pier, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're talking like uh, by the uh, Intrepid. Piers, so yeah. a little bit of Intrepid there, yeah. or the Brooklyn side? The Intrepid, I think, might have been. The yeah, Intrepid is there. the New Jersey side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't fucking know. You don't know. You don't well, even remember. River, New York Harbor, all that I've side. I've worked very hard to block these the, memories out of my Yeah, mind. because eventually <laughs> the cops beat the shit out, beat you up. A little bit. That night. No, well, the cops didn't beat me up. I got tackled, but I was running. So, how did you stop Oh, jeez. <laughs> I got you lost all that weight. You were fast now. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so, yeah, I got tackled by this cop who, uh, I guess the bouncers were chasing me out of there and stuff. And the new one, I don't know if I'm going to go through. Why not? Well, are you going to save him for the next one? <laughs> But yeah, so like after they kicked me out of the party, the, in the boat they had like my ID and stuff that I had to give them to check in. So like I went in there to get that back from them, and they already had heard about me from next door. So they were trying to throw me out again without giving uh, me my passport back. So it was like, passport, I was, yeah, I was, I was going nuts. Wow, injustice. Why are you Justice. carrying a passport? Yeah, I'm an international man of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking new Mike Myers here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so but yeah. So after leaving, I got my ID back. I left there. I was cursing out all the security guards. They like followed me outside, and they told the cop to arrest me. At which point, I tried to run. This cop turns me over to two black officers. Finally, the first people of the night that will hear my side of the story. And I'm telling these guys I'm a comic, I'm this and that, I'm here for this. Like, I didn't do anything, these guys kicked me out. And uh, he's like, oh, you're a comedian? What's your stage name? So I tell the guy, Mookie Thompson. Two minutes later, I start to hear my stand-up playing on his phone in the front seat, and he's, like, laughing. And the other cop comes and gets in the car, and he goes, this motherfucking name, Mookie. <laughs> and they're both watching my stand-up on the phone, laughing at my jokes, while I'm cuffed in the back seat. Oh boy! They bring me inside the precinct. We're standing there for like two minutes. A guy walks over and uncuffs me and goes, "It's your lucky day, funny man." Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. And you were like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." Lucky one of the best sets they clicked on, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was a good clip. Yo, this guy's talking about cops. What yeah. the fuck? Get him! Get him! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew the motherfucker was comedian. Come here, show your face. Funny you were. Yeah. Old timey cop voice. Right well, yeah. When, yeah. When I get a, Hey, you see? What's she, up? Hey, you know, that's the oh, 1920s yeah. voice when yeah. the cops were going out with nice uh-huh. He had a whistle and a nightstick back in the day. You know? <laughs> yeah, you didn't see my statues in front of pizzerias? Come on, you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then. Yeah, I actually did that. I modeled for it and got a couple of bucks out of it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you were, you were independent. You moved out at 18. Yep. Is that correct? Why? You just uh, needed to go. Yeah, there's nothing in Long Island. For anybody. I don't know why. It was nothing but fast food and beaches. How far deep in Long Island? 
pretty far out, like 68 on the LIE, if okay. you know where that is. It's like uh, Suffolk County. Suffolk County, okay. Yeah. yeah. What town is that? Shirley. Shirley, okay. So you really... There's just nothing to do there, man. If you stay there... I mean, that's why we played in bands for so long, because it was like... We had our own little community, and there was like somewhere to go on the weekends, but other than that, it's like... That's why everyone does heroin. Holy shit! Oh my god! And that's why you still were not doing the drugs. Oh yeah, no. I mean, especially at that point, like I grew up with my family being all fucking wild. Right. Well, wild. Yeah, your family was wild. My aunt was on crack. That's like you know you heard me talk about that in my set. It's uh, it's all true. Okay. All right. But you said this this kid's doing it different. Yeah. Okay. And you decided moving out. Eighteen. You moved out and you said you lived for a while in the city and then you moved out of the city? Or? I was in Brooklyn for a year. I went back to Long Island for a year in between and then came back to Brooklyn and stayed since. I've been here since then. Like, How do you like Brooklyn? I love it. Yes. Yeah. It depends on what time we're wearing. It spoiled me for <clears throat> living anywhere else. Like, you can't. It's just too That's much you. convenience and too much stuff. To, yes, yeah, Mookie and else. Brooklyn together. Yeah. Oh, okay. You could call it Mookland. Mookland. <laughs> That's good. Bush, I like you that. You in Bushwick? In Greenpoint. 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 Oh, yeah, a lot okay. of cool lots there. Yeah. yeah. Not so much anymore. They're Not getting, so much. They're getting pushed out. They are getting pushed out. Yeah. Wow. So, so, so you're 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 a stubborn guy in Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. Now you now you're more into heavy into comedy. You're doing the comedy now more. Yeah. Because you quit the band, you quit the music, you said, I want to do comedy. Basically, since since starting stand-up is when comedy took, like, complete precedent over everything else. And that's after you moved out? Yeah, that's, uh, I think, like, 2008 or so. 2008. So you were, what, 11? You know how my math is. Yeah. <laughs> so I must have been 2008. Two, twenty-three. All right, so you got twenty-three. It's right after I started drinking. I think is when I got the balls to try stand-up. Right up. I was to... already doing improv and stuff like that, but I oh, always man. wanted to perform on my own. Straight stand-up yeah. and see. Let's let's get so this. You get a shot and you're like, let's get out of yeah. DCP <laughs> and go over to Eastville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, he was a straight-edge kid until he got into into the party where the reunion of Caught Up was taking place. You went into a party. And everybody, that's when they first saw you drunk because oh, yeah. they knew you were a straight rage, straight edge kid. This guy didn't do shit, right? Until there was a party because they, were, they caught up. Your band was going to be in the reunion. It was like a surprise thing. We all happened to be there. There was bands playing in a kitchen. And so we just did like a quick reunion. People, and that's when you said, This is Mookie on Liquor! <laughs> you went hog wild from that point on. Is that, that correct? Not a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> the people who said, yeah, we saw Mookie that night. I called everybody in the neighborhood. You have a couple like, shots before you get on stage? Uh, a couple some, drinks. Sometimes maybe a beer. two drinks, yeah. Two but that drinks was the point. Just to loosen up. Yeah. yeah. That was the point you? that... No. Never? No, not my thing. Straight sober. I'm a straight sober. Yeah, straight sober edge, guy. Whatever, yeah. yeah. We're both... Well, yeah. I got an espresso once in a while. <laughs> some people like consider <laughs> caffeine like, uh, you know, they want... Like that uh, skater guy, what's his name? Uh, yeah, the video games about Tony him. Hawk. Tony Hawk. He's never smoked a cigarette, no caffeine, drinking drugs ever life. in his life. That's what he claims. But you never know what he's How's doing. His business. He's taking is it. For, yeah, he's like a role model. For oh players. right, right, right. That's all that goes. Yeah, I don't know. Never, I, you never inhale. You skate, don't you? No. No, you don't. Not really. I oh. never had the ankles for it. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a skater. 
Yeah, I mean, the, like the skate skater punk rock style, I guess, is yeah, yeah. almost the same thing. Like, yeah, know, I, I associate with that whole world. Yeah, you know, because I was a punk. I don't know. It just has the punk rock skater thing. You know, I wrestles you got, in his backyard thing. You I know, thought like you got out of Brooklyn. Uh, I mean, Bronx. They <laughs> 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 get up and give me a give me a skateboard, my white guy, and. <laughs> But like I said, you at this party when the reunion for Court Up took place. That's that when was you probably the first time I was drunk in front of a lot of people. Correct. I guess. Yeah. You got a lot of people off guard that night because they were <laughs> like, "Wow, this." And put it this way: if you were to put, if there, you were to compare your your transformation, you know, when George Carlin was doing his serious with the tie and uh-huh. every, and then he gave all that up, and he's like, "You know, fuck the society, fuck the rules," and then he became the George Carlin that we yeah, all know. Yeah. That was your transformation. Well, he had drugs doing that, right? He didn't. I don't didn't know. Start smoking pot more. Yeah. Drugs. Well, he well, broke. He, was, he he did something. LSD, and that's what people don't DMC. know what you did that night. That's uh, no, that night no. I just I just drank. I wasn't on anything. But you broke everybody in with your yeah. drinking. Yeah. Okay. But that wasn't exactly a revolution in my personality or anything. I was already crazy before that. People knew, like. The shows that we played and stuff were wild. People would be jumping off stuff like crazy mosh pits, and then people yeah. knew that I was like. Did wrestling and like I was still getting thrown out of places just as often. But they always saw you straight edge but to do it. Sober. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. But that almost makes it worse in a way. I was a real asshole. Yeah, no, not an <laughs> asshole. You got a serious sense of humor. Yeah. Well, your your humor, your your persona is very serious. You think you you definitely know it's funny in your head, but when people listen to it, they think it's arrogance. Yeah. And and now that comedy has taken you to where you are now. Is it, am I right or wrong? Absolutely. And yeah. do you want to take that? What, what do you plan on doing with that, that that unique sense of humor? What do I plan on doing? Yeah. Getting thrown out of more bars? More bars. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've never been thrown out of... Uh, showtime. An hour on Showtime. An That's hour on Showtime. Yeah. Okay. So you see yourself doing that? Yeah. All right. I mean... No, hopefully not Showtime. Nowadays, it's not such a good... But I just say that because Chappelle did his on Showtime. Oh, did he? Not I HBO. HBO. Everyone does that. If anyone's listening... Showtime, well, HBO. Yeah. Is Cinemax still around? I don't know. Cinemax? <laughs> is that still around? No. You, you, don't, you don't own cable, do you? I don't, know. Well, it is. How bad it's is still that? there. You have just... cable? Yeah. Ooh, I got cable, old. Apple, satellite, you know. No one has cable anymore, man. I don't even know what that stuff's for. I know. Right? I mean, pen and paper. He saw me take out a pen and paper. He's like, yo, you still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They show you want to write down the name. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm what like, is that thing? That's, what I, that's my pre-ritual thing. That's what I do, he man. I got to have it all, book, you know. Bic pen. Yeah. Jotting some ideas now. Don't talk about my Bic. <laughs> <laughs> so... Now all of a sudden, now you're 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 29 years old. You've produced. Now you're producing shows. Now you're doing stand up. Now are you writing more? When do you take the time to write? You were telling me that you were writing these past couple of days. What? Uh, I'm just writing specs right now. Basically, like just scripts of like uh, shows on the air to see as like packet stuff. And you self-taught yourself. Yeah. Because I hear that you, you for for a guy who really never went. Too much, well, not to educate yourself. You can say it, HP. I'm dumb. No, I seem to get that. No, that's what this. That's what I'm not trying to get out. People say you're very intelligent because you're a self-taught person. You're not college-bred, but you're you should be there, and that's what I I'm getting. But I, I couldn't do school, man. I don't like structure. You don't like structure. Yeah. That's that's in your comedy. 
That it's rebellion not, against structure? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't like to. I mean, that's why I left Long Island. I don't like to live just like in a box, man, in, in expected ways. Like do things like to a schedule, be where someone else wants me to be. That's not my thing. Yeah, it's not because that's what uh, the person said. That's what he admires most about you is your is your wanting to get it done I, I wrote I wrote the the word he said that you're very you're very determined yeah you are determined he says whether it'll take a minute or 22 years you will get there that's okay. no that's what they're saying that's what they see about you do you see yourself there uh, making progress I guess that's all I can say right I know I'm not gonna quit okay so, we'll so who are your inspirations to not quit I mean to get into comedy, who were your other inspirations? Like, comedically? Yeah. Or what? So Bill Cosby said before, Bill right? Cosby was... <coughs> excuse me. Bill Cosby was the first comedian I ever saw. So that was, like, like mind-blowing to watch. Like, my whole family sitting around in a room laughing at this guy just saying stuff. I've seen people be funny before, but to make it like an art like that was kind yeah. of amazing. Speaking of Bill Cosby, get Mookie a drink. <laughs> and yeah, now look at it. You have more than oh. booze on your back after that one, right? <laughs> He'd be like, why is my answer? I hope my career can follow the exact same path as his. Yeah, why not? I haven't been following what's going on with him this year, but I'm assuming it's good. Mm. Well, you you and a lot of people are on the bandwagon of where he was very inspired. Who else was? Uh, Seinfeld, definitely. Like, Seinfeld was huge. He's like from Long Island, too. Like, his whole sensibility is very close to home for me. Seinfeld, Louis, and Dave Chappelle is my favorite of all time. Oh, Dave Chappelle, man. He's a monster. Yeah. And, did and you he, go to his last show at Radio City? I, I, I did. I went to one of them. It was incredible, yeah. And where, where do you... Okay, out of your life, I, I've seen your stand-up before. Out of, do you sit down or you wait for inspiration to happen? What do you, how do you do it? Um, I generally wait for shit to just happen. Like Almost everything in my act is something that somebody said to me or something that just happened. Like in real life, that I could never have made up anyway, and it just happens to work. I guess like I developed my act based on my personality, like I don't know, anecdotal stuff. So it's like I can't really make it up. You, know? you right. sit at a computer for like an hour a day and write all no, I don't. Stuff I, out. I just went. I I've like trained myself to notice when something in my life is going to be transferable to comedy. Mm-hmm. And, like, right. I'm sure you do the same thing. You got to sure. keep a note, notebook, whatever. And just write down little things. Like, uh huh. Well, I remember a kid I, told me, you know, you still write that. So I stopped writing on a piece of paper and pen. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never written a joke. Like, sit down and be like, okay, it's joke time. It's like, oh, that would work. And yeah. then I'll bang it out and figure out how to make it work. Okay. What, yeah, you, you say, you know, you know non-conforming. Uh, you consider yourself like an alt comic or no? Or I don't think so. No? I I, um, I, don't, I I don't even necessarily know what that is anyway. So I hear that thrown around a lot. You think that's thrown around too much? I too, think so. It's yeah, too it's, general. Yeah, and, it's too general. Yeah. It's like saying hipster. Right. Point. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? But uh, I mean, I'm certainly a bit alternative in my my style, I guess. But my jokes are very like classic, like club style, like punchlines. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, generally, I mean, structurally, my material is very like rudimentary. It's like like playing the drums, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, set up, and, set up punch, set yeah. up, set up punch. You know, some longer bits in yeah. there, some long runners. So, so, so from doing the open mics that I know you, right? From there, you said you okay. You need stage time, but then you started producing. What made you get into that? 
that's it. It's really stage time, and that's how I met everybody that I know in New York comedy. Basically, is by mics and producing my own shows. Like all like the comics that were like a little bit ahead of me. Like when I first started producing, like I I put Michael Che on my show, and like I met him then, and we've been friends since. You know, this is like years ago. But otherwise, if I didn't have like a spot to offer these guys, you know, don't really get to socialize with them mm. when you're when you're brand new in New York. You know, it's like everybody knows each other. And they're all friendly, but like when you're a new person, it could be kind of intimidating to like break into the circle. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, how long have you been doing comedy? Comedy, I mean, stand up comedy. Stand up. Uh, so I guess it's been almost six years now. Six years. Yeah. And right now, at this point, are you happy? Um, things are going pretty good. I mean, I'm doing the best I ever have. Okay. <laughs> Says Debbie. Are you content? <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> Are you happy? I mean, you mean with what's going on in my career, right? Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. So, do you think you can add more structure to it, or I mean, I don't know. What do you mean, the act? Mm-hmm. I mean, my my act is where I want it to be. I just need to be uh, more focused on professionalism, more representation, yeah. more more exposure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And 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 this is what you're looking for when they throw you out of bars. <laughs> <laughs> Exposure. Yeah, yeah, I like that kid. He, they, we threw him out funny. <laughs> yeah. What you don't know is that this is all a long setup for the greatest joke ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Hey. You know, according to how people speak of you, you're gonna get there with that joke. I mean, in the end, what do you want to do? I mean, realistically. Um, I want to make TV and films. I really want to write movies. Like, I've written... I've been writing, like, my whole life. Even, like, before I ever did comedy, just, like, trying to write my own movies and stuff, like, when I was a little kid. So I really want to do that. So that's more of a sit-down process than a stand-up. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's the, like, totally opposite. Right. That's, like... So you can't sit down for hours oh, and, yeah, and write away. Yeah, but How do you first, do that? Hammer away? Do you have a little template? Uh, a little, like... A lot of pacing. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you write the screenplay right away? How do you do that? A lot of outlining, like heavy outlining. Like okay. Anything I write, like script-wise, even like stand-up too. Like I'm, I'm big on outlining, like finding a pattern, structure, first, uh-huh. and then filling in the details. That's important. Yeah. Did you self-taught yourself? You know. Yeah. Because I, I wrote. Books yeah. And just like trying it out. I wrote like three screenplays before I had any idea of what I was doing, but I kind of got a hang of it. Yeah, because there's some and kind you of. Found out that was actually right. Pretty much on spot, on point yeah. before you even realize there was a structure. You kind of yeah well, your natural funniness as the outline, and also it's just consuming so much media after a while it becomes like second nature. Like I've watched yeah. my whole life so much TV. I was like the kid where my dad would be like, "What's on right now?" and like I would know what was on what show. Yeah. So you're you're a TV junkie. Big time. Not. I mean, actually, I have become again. I stopped watching TV for years, and then I got like a smart TV. Fucked my life up. Oh, <laughs> cable. Well, it's no, it's not cable, but it's like all mm-hmm. the streaming services. <laughs> oh, it's that, that, so the internet streaming, baby. Streaming. Oh. Yeah, I, don't, I got a no plugs, wireless. But it's HBO, right? It's, I got it's HBO. Everything? Yeah, I got HBO. That's cable. What's he talking about? the? I don't pay for it. Oh. oh. <laughs> there's no cable. Remember the old black box growing up in the day? It was like everyone had yeah. that black, yeah. black box. The right? circular with the antenna that stuck out yeah. with the HBO. Come on, that was that was before That's you. So I started watching porn when I was like 
five years old. Ooh. Yeah, cable box. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't tell me you were sucking on your sucker. <laughs> you couldn't reach. Still can't. Oh, man. But when you were writing, did you... Did, I, okay, so you could start sitting down, write a paper, but there is a formula to writing screenplays and, and scripts. Did yeah. you te- teach yourself how to do yeah, that? Yeah, I, I mean, I read books about it. Very, yeah, I, I, I tried my hand at it. I, yeah. I tried... I, was submitting in for NBC. They were wanting some script jokes. And yeah. you had to you had to write like twenty punchlines. Then you had to write a theme of some kind of sitcom. And and I was like, well, how do you do that? So I had to start teaching myself how to write. And there is fade in, fade out, black, you know, uh, character. That's basically it. That's it. <laughs> that yeah. you. <laughs> fade in. I'm standing on the bathroom line. Fade out. I'm being dragged. <laughs> But that those days are soon. I don't know. I mean, you know, those those would probably be inspirational or killer. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. That's the only way I can justify the way I live. Is that hopefully you know, now coming who, up with some material? <laughs> who do you see now, right now, that you know of that's reaching that success? Uh, well, the Lucas Bros. They're my closest confidants in comedy, and they're uh, they're doing it all, man. They're it's crazy. It's, they're like the Come back from a meeting with Judd Apatow. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were just you started with them. Uh, basically, like I met them at Eastville, actually at HP's mic, which, mm-hmm. which is why he still holds a special place in my heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> I might not have, you know, done as many things as I have if I hadn't met those guys. Right. Right. So it oh. was actually pretty weird. It was their first time ever at that mic. I had never met them, but I just saw them two nights before at the Knitting Factory the first time I saw them and I thought that they were like famous already right because they just have that air about them like you can tell right and uh, then two days later I met them at your mic and we've been friends buddies ever since I I swore I thought you would have been buddies since before that because it always you have that that that, I don't know camaraderie yeah we have very uh similar personalities I think all the three of us which is weird to say about two twins but we, we have very like minds on a lot of things. But that's rare to find a comedy twin act. I mean, like I was telling Kevin, the only other twin comedy act I know of is the Sklar Brothers. Yeah. And they're basically now hitting their their stride. I mean, mm-hmm. now they're on uh, Jim Rome on Showtime. Uh, they're doing commercials locally in New York City for once again, thank you for listening to HP Oddcast. Here are some clips from my final part of my interview with Moki Thompson. Like a lot of these improv groups, they live with one another. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, that's what they're saying is the future of comedy should be more sketch improv. Sketch comedy. Uh-huh. Because according to Howard Stern, that's where the future should go. Is the sketch comedy. Why he doesn't Wait, see that. stand up? No. Why? He said that what should be happening more is sketch comedy should now be hitting TV more because it's not enough on TV. That's what that's that's his opinion. As, a, as, as opposed, opposed to, to stand-ups too much correct, on TV. Correct. Yeah, well, they, but I think it'd be I a blend. You know, like people should get. We should be giving more opportunities to like different artists to do sketch shows and what. Like SNL has like a. The only one. A monopoly on that. The only and, one. And that's, right. that's bullshit. That's and bullshit. That, and that I agree. Like, we need right. to have the other. I mean, that's what Friends of the People. Well, I think SNL, the thing that makes it unique is, uh, sorry it's, to interrupt you, but yeah. is, is live, right? As yeah. opposed to other. Absolutely. Like, 
people will compare that to Living Color, which I thought was great, but Living Color wasn't live. Uh, yeah. You know, okay. so it's you can't compare SNL to anything else. No, and it's also to me that's what kind of is the worst part about the show. Like you know what I mean? Like if yeah. they because when they do the pre-tape sketches nowadays, like a lot of them are really good, really funny. They blow up viral, and then the live stuff just not you know right. It were, they have to write it in a week, perform it live. Yeah, it kind of. I mean, sketch isn't really meant to be done like that. It's supposed to be like. That's why they have a stranglehold. Well, it's it. topical too. Yeah, they, you know the front the end. The type of, of sketch that I like is more uh, specific. You know, painstakingly detail oriented. So it can't be thrown in a week and exactly, throw it up yeah, on the air exactly. on Saturday. It has to be more produced. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, I love the pre-tape stuff this season uh, a lot more than than the live sketches. But yeah, I think I agree with Howard, man. Yeah, yeah. but I don't Sketch agree. Is, I mean, I don't agree that we should have less stand up. Well, there's too much. Like, is the, there the, too much? Too much, too much. Uh, how would you say it's, it's saturated? Are, uh, yeah, we are in a saturated period. St- right yeah, he says sketch. You hear that, Rockland County Comedy Festival? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up there. Can you recommend me for that? I definitely will. <laughs> Remember, you can catch me on iTunes, Stitcher, and on my website, hbproductions.net. Where can we find you, Kevin? Me? Uh, I'm actually performing. I'm a featured performer at the Westchester Comedy Festival this spring, April 22nd. I can find me and where can we find you in the future? Uh, Mookie Thompson in the gutter. Come on. <laughs> get yourself out of the gutter. Where are you going to be in the future? Going to L.A. Uh, yeah, I'll be back to the gutter. I'll be back to the gutter. You're such an inspiration. <laughs> You're my inspiration. <laughs>